0: Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, NHL fans, welcome to the Locked On NHL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day do not adjust your calendars Uh, it is not thursday yet it is wednesday i am chris Maselli, filling in for sarah avampato and half of the team is here sarah might not be here but tom (laughs) gazzola is so tom how are you today sir
0: chris i'm well thanks for stepping up Uh, appreciate it always great to to chat with you work with you and, and thanks for joining us on on the wednesday edition
1: Absolutely. Uh, Fill in whenever I can. So uh, you'll get me twice this week and me and Adam will be here tomorrow for our Thursday show. Uh, But today's show is brought to you by Locker Room and the Locker Room app. Uh, That's the first social audio platform made for sport fans. Download the Locker Room app today. It's changing the way we talk about sports. Uh, So we had a record broken in the NHL and we don't get to talk about records being broken as much anymore. It's just like the way of sports. But when something happens uh, that is like an, I guess like an all-time record, no matter the sport, it, it's a big deal because you don't get these as much anymore. And with the way sports are played um, and, and guys taking breaks and, and guys taking a, a rest here, you know, across sports really with the exception of hockey, I feel um, when a record like what Patrick Marlowe broke for the all-time games played record, it's a really, really special thing. And not on, not only that, just the guy who he beat. Whenever you have a record held by the great Gordy Howe that gets broken, that is incredible. So, just talk about Patrick Marlowe and kind of what you've liked about him over the years. Um, I'll just turn it over to you and, and kind of wax poetic about. <laughs> Patrick Marlowe, <laughs> yeah, the kid
0: from small town Saskatchewan, just a, a hop and a skip and a jump over from Alberta. It, it's cool, Chris. I think what we saw when he broke the record on Monday, and you know, you kind of you knew it was coming, and you didn't really give it a lot of attention, but as things ramped up, you go, "Oh my God, Gordy Howe has held this record for almost sixty years." He surpassed Ted Lindsay in November of 1961 to take over for most played games in the National Hockey League, and then and then you talk about a break. Gordie Howe retires, goes and then plays in the WHA, and then when the NHL and the WHA merge in 7980, he goes over with the Whalers to play one more year in the NHL. He was a Silver Fox by then, and right. You know, he played in the all-star game and, and Gordie Howe is Mr. Hockey for a reason. And, and that was a record where you kind of looked at, you are like, I don't know if it's ever going to get broken, but Patrick Marlowe comes along, makes the NHL a week after he turns or shortly after he turns 18. And he, he's rooming with Kelly Rudy in San Jose. <laughs> Kelly Rudy's in his sixties now, Chris, <laughs> Like he's been on Hockey Night <laughs> Canada for 20 plus years. It's, it's oh unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I was, I I had just turned 12 when Patrick Marlowe made his NHL debut October 1st, 1997, against the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, wow. The Oilers won that game. Doug Wade had a three point night. Curtis Joseph made 36 saves. Jason Arnott had a couple of points. Uh, Marty McSorley opened the scoring that game for the Sharks. Like, <laughs> That's how long it wow. was at San Jose arena. It wasn't HP pavilion. It wasn't SAP center. It wasn't whatever other crazy names it's had in the mean. Like they were wearing their original uniforms. The guy has played against, I think it's like 37% of all wow. national hockey league players yeah. all time.
1: I saw that stat. That is just insane. Like right, the, the memes and stuff coming out are hysterical because there was one that I saw about, He's he came in the league, like, and the nintendo sixty four was like just released, or something like yes. that. And like, oh my <laughs> God. So stuff like, and, you know, I haven't seen one of these yet, but I'm sure it was out there somewhere where, you know when when something like this happens, and a guy that has like a, a long tenure, they always go back to like when he first came in the league and what gas prices were back then. Oh my God. and what, you know, the co- <laughs> the cost of a movie was back then. And you're just saying, like, all the other stuff, like even the arenas have been named multiple times. Like so much stuff has happened while this guy has been in the league and he has seen it all. He's seen it all.
0: It's, it's crazy. And, and on top of it, it's not like he's just been a guy in the league for 20 some odd years. He's been an all-star. He's been a, a to the Stanley cup final. He has won uh, world championships. He's won Olympic gold medals. He's represented Canada so many times. Um, he's a 500 goal scorer, he's scored 1100 points in the National Hockey League. Like, like, this is an accomplished mm-hmm. NHL player. You got full value from this guy, and then someone he was drafted second overall in '97 after Joe Thornton, who is also playing, which is unbelievable right. in my mind, too. Char is the only other guy that's played in the 90s, still playing right now. and. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, there was a debate. I, I brought it up on, on the Oilers pregame show on TSN, my show uh, here in Edmonton uh, on Monday night. And it was in, in just the final segment before we tossed to the Oilers Habs game. And I'm like, this guy's a a bonafide Hall of Famer.
1: And there I was, was still ask you that I was going to ask were people you that.
0: that didn't agree with that. Yeah,
1: I, I, I was shocked to see a lot of news articles with that as the headline. Like, You know, Patrick Marlowe breaks the record. Is he a Hall of Famer? I thought it was kind of a no brainer, but same. What is the the argument against it?
0: I don't, you know, the texts that we were getting in from our listeners were bringing up guys like Jeremy Roenick, Theo Fleury. um, Some other arguments were when was Patrick Marlowe ever a top 10 player at any point in his NHL career? And you think about it, you go, okay, listen, this guy, again, 500 goal scorer, 1,100 points, came in at a time where goal scoring was so low. They had to change uh, where the goal line sat. They, they've they created all kinds of different rules. He missed a full year due to the 0 4 5 lockout, and he's mm-hmm. still hung in there. Uh, he's been a 30-goal scorer multiple times. He's hit 40 before. I mean, how many guys do that or did that consistently over the last 20, 25 years? Not many, many. how many, how many guys get to a thousand points these days, only the best of the best. And sure. This guy had an eight to nine year head start on a lot of them, but he's done it. Like, why are people trying to knock him down? And the other thing, Chris is like, there's something to be said for longevity. There's something to be said for being able to play and be healthy, consistently, Not everyone's capable of doing it. No, no. It's incredible that people say, no, he's not, he's not necessarily a hall of famer. And I go, come
1: on, you've got to be kidding me. It's, you know, there's some people that kind of like talk out of both sides of their mouths when they, when they say, well, uh, they, they, someone needs to have, you know, tenure and a a long career to, you know, they can't have a short career uh, for them to make the hall of fame. And then when they do have a long career, their answer is like, well, they have, you know, gaudy stats and a lot of because they played so many years. So it's like, what do you want? You can't yeah. win if you try. Um, and this guy has both of that. He, he's got the numbers and he has the tenure. Um, I, and I, I, I just I was shocked. I really was shocked to see so many articles about asking that question and it, it kind of Really took. I'm like, maybe. Am I missing something here? No, but I don't think I. Am. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're
0: That's- not. <laughs> it's. It's. I honestly think it's people that just don't want to give him that, that credit. Yeah. And I don't understand why. What. What did he do? He's kind of been a quiet star in the league. You know, he doesn't right. really raise a stink. He's you just been there, and he's always been just exceptionally good.
1: And then, final question. We'll we'll move on. But um, have you heard of anything of him? slowing down? Like what was, is he saying this is his last year? I haven't heard that.
0: No. And, and that's something that came up and he doesn't intend on quitting after this year. I mean, his numbers are down uh, the yeah. San Jose. I mean, they've kind of had a weird season. Um, He's not playing as much as he used to. Uh, he's in his forties. Like he's not getting any faster. He's a great skater, but you slow down. The body doesn't move the same way it used to. It doesn't heal the same way it used to. He intends yeah. to play, but You know, if if there's a team that's not willing to if there's no teams willing to give him that spot or that contract, then he might have to call it quits. But there's clearly a soft spot for him in San Jose where he's in his third stint with the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when when guys like this, like I just like to see them hanging up on their own terms. So hopefully, you know, he's able to do that. So. um, All right. Well. Moving on from that, one guy who is going to have to hang it up for a couple weeks at least, uh, the Colorado Avalanche, the team that I cover, um, is in the midst of a COVID break, and things were trending towards returning to play on Thursday. As of right now, they still are, but they had four days in a row when they had three players added to the COVID list, and then that's what made them go on a pause. Uh, Four days with no players added. And then Tuesday afternoon, uh, another one got added, and it's a big one. It's Miko Rantanen. Mm-hmm. So uh, arguably their best player this year, um, and this this is going to hurt. Uh, but do you think this, you know, uh, sets the Avalanche back if they are able to return to play on Thursday? Uh, how much does this hurt them? going forward, or do they have the depth to overcome it?
0: Chris, I think, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. This is a hell of a team. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know, I know you've got a a tremendous player, a 50 point player and Miko Rantanen, but if, um, if he's on the shelf for a week, maybe a little bit longer, dealing with the COVID situation and going through the protocol, they have the depth to, to fill in the gaps. And I like the Devin Dubnik pickup. I think that's going to be sneaky good pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he's still got some game left. But yeah, I, unless they're about to go toe-to-toe all week long with the Vegas Golden Knights, who they've, you know, done all right against as well, I think they'll be fine. But the the thing that alarms me about this with the AVs and, and the three players going on COVID protocol list is and this is me just not following up but you know you you hear about a team and i'll bring up the golden knights again where bill foley came out a few weeks ago he's like yeah we we went and got vaccinated last week we're good to go so i'm, I'm assuming that like although most teams are trying to especially in the u.s up here in canada i know you and i before we started recording i yeah. told you it's 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 not happening uh, at a <laughs> at a very uh <sighs> appropriate pace you okay. know it, it's frustrating <laughs> right. uh, to put it nicely yeah um but i thought i just assumed that every team was was getting vaccinated but you know teach their own i'm sure some don't want to do it um there's a reluctance out there and i i, I was kind of surprised because now all of a sudden the north division is the problem child of the nhl and Which i thought so we were weird. past it in the league yeah i thought yeah. we were past it so yeah that caught uh, me off guard a little bit
1: yeah um And the odd thing is, we were told last week—I think last um, Monday—that all the Avalanche players had gotten vaccinated. Now I know it takes a little bit of time to fully run through the body, and you know you can still test positive, and it's happening to them. Uh, And you know, case in point is Miko Rantanen. So, yeah, I think I think they'll be okay. Like you said, they're 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 a deep team. They've dealt with injuries for the past two seasons and have done okay. Um, so, but you know, he, he's, he's been playing a fantastic year. He's really, he's been consistent all year long. So that will hurt a little bit, but, um, yeah, they made some moves at the right time. And I think they, they're, they're deep enough to be able to withstand it. They still have Nathan McKinnon, if you've heard of him before. (laughs) So, uh, I think he's OK.
0: <laughs> yeah. Chris, I mean, Chris, the other thing, too, is like, yeah, McKinnon is amazing. He's electrifying. It's a <laughs> yeah. it's a blessing to watch him play, especially when you get to see him live. But the other thing, too, is like you look at you go down the list of the abs and, and the point totals like this is a solid lineup. Yeah. Uh, You go all the way down. Nachushkin, as of Tuesday night, you know, on the cusp of 20 points and he's 11th on the team in scoring. That yeah. tells you that there there's a consistency there, there's a depth there, and it isn't just coming from the forwards. The defense are chipping in. Uh, Samuel Gerard, we all know, Kale McCarr gets a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devon Taze is in that mix. Like this is a, a very solid team. Uh, player one through skater eighteen, and then tossing the two goalies and mixing the taxi squad. This team is for real. And yeah. yes, it's a hole to have renting and out, but. They're they're going to be a ok in my opinion.
1: Uh, yeah, I would agree with you.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: It's uh, i pretty much cover them every day. So uh, the, lucky. It, yes, yeah, it, it's been fun. I can tell you that it's been a fun season to cover them. So, um, all right, let's hear from a couple of sponsors of today, and then we'll get into some Central Division talk. So, um, like I said in the beginning, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Rooms the first social audio platform made for sports fans the app is free to download and once you're in you can talk with me other fans sometimes athletes join which is kind of cool uh, and insiders in real time about your favorite sports teams locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league you'll find fans just like you on the locker room app for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and of course reacting to the big news and rumors uh have you used you've done a locker room room yet tom or now is it
0: not yet i want to i'm curious like are
1: you do you you have android or do you have an apple uh apple oh i'm all appled up okay okay so so you can get it because it is right now ios only it's a blast man i've done it for like the past like four weeks um it it's a ton of fun i do it where i just include everybody in one and we have like one massive Phone call. It's wow. really, really enjoyable. So uh, <laughs> down, download it for free. Uh, like I said, it's called Locker Room, available for iOS devices. Uh, create a profile. You can link it to Twitter. You can follow whatever sport, whatever team you like. And then, you know, for my show, if you want to follow me, just search for Locked on Avalanche. And then when I create a room, I do mine every Thursday night. And when I create the room, you'll get notified that it's available. And then you come in and join and just talk sometimes we even talk avalanche sometimes we talk star wars so (laughs) i love it it yeah it's great uh so check it out so it's a really really cool app um also brought to you by built bar it's the best protein tasting let me say that again it's the best tasting protein bar ever there we go uh i mean 18 amazing flavors such as caramel brownie cookies and cream carrot cake German chocolate cake and the winner of the March madness bracket that they had, the brownie coconut chunk is back. So go get that now because it is definitely going to sell out. Uh, Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's great for the health conscious guy or girl lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 calories or less, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Insanely good for you. Great tasting bars. So go over to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15, LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right. So we head over to the Central Division and I think the thing that everybody is talking about right now is, does Dallas have enough in the tank? Um, a lot of people were writing them off. They just, I don't know. I mean, they, they seemed like they had a, a decent start to the season and then just tailed off for a long period of time. And now they're coming back with like a reckless abandon. And they're nipping at the heels of the Predators. You know, they're only three points back. I don't think they're playing. Are they playing as we're recording this? Let me see. Uh, no, they're up.
0: Yep. They- yep. Yep. They're up 4 one on Detroit oh, there they are. at yes. the time of recording. So okay. they're, they're in a good spot right wow. now. Chris.
1: So answer that dude. Are they going to be the fourth team in, in the central?
0: I, I've picked them as my dark horse and I've kind of, when we did this on Wednesday, Sarah and I have kind of talked about it because the central is it's almost like a crap shoot outside the top three teams. Yeah. And, and I was always like, don't sleep on the stars. Don't sleep on the stars. Uh, They had COVID run through the team at the start of the season that delayed things. Mm-hmm. Then there was that crazy Texas snowstorm in what February that shut it down the whole state.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. The, yes. Their
0: own power grid that just right. totally screwed everything up for them. That delayed games even more. They, they ended up having to play 40 some odd games in like an 85 day stretch, which is ridiculous. But at the same time, this is a team that went to the cup final. This is a team that's full of veterans and and really solid ones. They've got goaltending. Obviously they've got solid defense. They've got some excellent forwards. And finally, you know, when things got back going, when they got past COVID, when they got the lights turned back on at the American (laughs) airlines center, they started to play games and they started to do what the Dallas stars are known to do. And that's generally have success. And yes, Carolina is great. Yes. Florida is great. Yes. Tampa is a defending Stanley cup champion and is a great team. But when Chicago was in fourth for a while, they had played more games than everyone. And you're right. like, this team is a poser. Come on. We're, <laughs> we're not talking about the Hawks making the playoffs here. And they kind of hung in there to their credit. Then all of a sudden, Columbus, which is you know they were in the mix for a bit, Chris, and to see them in last place yeah. in in the Central behind Detroit because they played more games at the time of recording yep. is pathetic. That's they it's they just... should be in the mix after that Line A in Roslevic deal that they got. That's a, supposed to be a good team, and there is clearly something not right that's within that locker room and doesn't function the mix is bad i don't know what it is but that team should be better and they're dead last in the division which is awful Mm. if detroit passes them and they finish ahead of them like that's a slap in the face for the jackets Um, and then all of a sudden nobody talked about dallas nobody they were just kind of forgotten right because they weren't even playing games uh they were just totally left out in the blue and when they finally started playing, they started picking up wins. And all of a sudden, here we go with less than a month to go in, in the regular season. And they're right there with Nashville, which has been a surprisingly good team of late. They were dead in the water, uh, you know, maybe a month and a half ago. But I really think if you stack up Dallas and Nashville, Dallas is the better team. And let's see if they can, you know, pull off the improbable and catch Nashville and, and clinch a playoff berth. And then they could be... A team that just throws everything into flux in the playoffs, in the central, if they get on a heater, because that team knows what it takes to get to the final. They did it in the bubble last year. Exactly. And, and you know, it would be crazy if they went head to head with Tampa in a playoff series and uh, they
1: got their vengeance. That would be an
0: amazing story, I think
1: you know i wasn't even thinking about that how those two teams are in the stanley cup final now they're in the same division i, I, I know. don't know why i never put that together until just now but
0: because it's uh, it's absurd yeah When yeah. you think about it chris <laughs> it's absurd you're like
1: what oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the light what? just went on <laughs>
0: yeah it's <laughs> um,
1: insane you a couple teams you you mentioned obviously columbus they've lost seven in a row uh you just assumed that the Red Wings would be at the bottom of this division, but the, you know, the Red Wings are trending up in terms of their, their roster and what they're trying to do there. Um, Columbus, I don't think, was expecting this. How does John Tortorella still have a job right now?
0: Huh. Oh, man. Uh, you know, usually I stick up for my paisons in the <laughs> hockey world, but... <laughs> I, uh, <laughs>
1: There's not many I, of them. So.
0: N- no, I know, and and you know, at least the, there's they're generally pretty good. You think of all the great names: Cicerelli's Cicera. one, Eddie Olchick. Even though he's got a Polish last name, his mom's a, a good Italian lady. And Ricky Olczyk was the assistant GM of the Oilers when Who's I was the one that was Oilers on the TV. Red Wings for
1: for years. I can't. Uh, he was on the Red Wings. Well, for,
0: you got Bertuzzi. That's a good Italian. Yeah, name. I'll think of and, it.
1: I'll think of it. But anyway, you
0: know, but but Tortorella. Some players, you know, when you talk to them that played for him, they're like, "I, you know, what he is in front of the cameras and the microphones is different from what he is in the room." I, I believe it to an extent, but you look at all the crap he's caused. Uh, how terrible things were in Vancouver. Um, he gets, he gets like one last chance with with Columbus. People were saying, "Ah, oh, his career is going to be over." He was on TSN for a bit. It mm-hmm. was crazy and. And things seemed like they were going in the right direction with the Jackets. He's been there for a while now. And you're like, maybe, maybe he's adapted. And now like, he's just as, as fiery, stubborn in your face, uh, unapologetic as ever. And you're like, you know what? You just, you were just given a sweetheart trade where you pick up two tremendous players to to kind of bolster your roster. I mean, Pierre-Luc Dubois is excellent, but you added a Roslevic who is on the cusp of emerging as like a rock solid star in the national hockey league. And then you have a superstar in Patrick line. A yeah. and, and here you are, you're, you're a seller at the deadline. You get rid of your longtime captain. And now you're just sinking like, look at what, what the constant is. And it's been Tortorella uh, and yeah. kick And at some point I think ownership will have to look at that and go, well, we might have to, Make him make a move here.
1: I mean, at this point, it just could be like, what's the point in doing it right now? You know, yeah. we, we are where yeah. we are. We're, we're not going to make the playoffs. What's the point in letting a guy go when there's 10, 12 games left in the season? There's no point in doing right. it. So exactly. <laughs> just let it let the season ride out. And you would have to assume. I mean, that's what happens the, the, when when a team doesn't perform up to what they're supposed to do. The coach goes. Uh, so you would have to assume it's going to, he's been there for how long has he been there for? It's been oh, quite a five while Five
0: years, five years now, at least. Right. You know, yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of getting late in a shelf life of a coach, especially yeah. one as um, polarizing as John. Tortorelli. Exactly.
1: And I think he bought himself time with that, uh, playoff series win over Tampa. Yep. When they were the eight seed, I think he, you know, so I think maybe they're hanging on that, but like you said, when you have someone that is, as demonstrative as he is, um, people and and they don't win. That is such a polarizing figure to have. When you're winning and you're that way, everybody's fine with it. When you're yep. losing and you're that way, people want you out. So, um, and finally, you just touched on on the Blackhawks, but you know you don't. They're they're not in your you not in your rearview mirror or anything for making a push for that fourth. They're only what four points behind it but you think that's an insurmountable climb for them
0: i i just that's a young team uh kevin lankanen was a great story i don't know if he's going to be able to ride it out and and make a a surge here to me they've always kind of been i i I think pretenders is a a bit harsh but I never really bought into what they were doing and believed that they could ride it out and make that push for the final spot in the Central. I thought there are teams like Dallas who are stronger than them, and I think that the Blackhawks benefited from uh, a weak second half or or second part of the division. The lower part of the division is some weak teams, and I think Chicago was able to capitalize on that, and that's what kind of elevated them to to fourth for a while, and uh, now that Dallas has passed them, uh, I don't see the Blackhawks making a surge. And, and, hey, I've been wrong so many times throughout my <laughs> career when talking about stuff like this, so I might be again, Chris, but I, I think either Dallas or Nashville, I think those two are just going to be in a sprint to the finish, and I'm going to yeah. put my money on the Dallas Stars.
1: Well, if you want to put – what a segue you gave me there, man. If you want to put money down, you can head on over to betonline.ag. And it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Uh, you got NHL, obviously, in full swing, the NBA, Major League Baseball, NASCAR, if you want to bet on that stuff. You can even bet on award shows, television shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline, as you covered, for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device, and when you sign up, you will receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. It's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, uh, last thing to get to today is the uh, this could you know impact the playoffs in some fashion. Uh, the the U.S. Canada border, uh, who well who did it? Like Canada. Is it a a joint thing that they did here or was it Canada saying we are extending uh, the border crossing rules that we have out until when was it? You had the the dates for it.
0: Yeah, they it's it's the 21st of every month where they decide uh, if they're going to extend it another month. And basically they've gone month to month to month reassessed. And and listen, I think uh, we saw I don't know if it was a senator or congressman in the U S came out today. He handles border issues with, uh, the Canadian border and he wants things to reopen. Trust me, Chris, when I tell you this Canadians want things reopened, but again, uh, we're, we're lagging behind you guys when it comes to vaccinations, we've got, uh, waves, you know, the third waves, I think Ontario might even be into it's fourth wave. The variants are running rampant right now. And, uh, we're finally starting to, kick the vaccinations into high gear but now we're getting to a point where it could affect uh, what happens in the postseason and there was even some discussion over the weekend uh, that the bubble scenario might come up again if they need to go that route and I I know nobody wants to see it and do it again Mm -hmm. the players do not have an appetite for it I covered the games here in Edmonton um, I wasn't in the bubble as a media, we were able to just kind of go in through one entrance up to media level and watch the games. And that was it. Right. It was weird. And <laughs> talking to friends that were working in the bubble, uh, like the oil Kings, the Edmonton oil Kings the WHL teams, uh, equipment staff and, and training staff were part of the bubble. And, uh, they, they were texting me and being like, you know what, man, this is, this is harsh. This yeah. is a hard 60 days. And, uh, So, so the border, uh, closure has been extended into May, May 21st. I'm sure they're going to revisit it again. Hopefully by then things here will have improved vaccinations. will hopefully, uh, skyrocket. We just got to 25% of the population that has at least one dose. And, um, hopefully we don't have to talk about a bubble again. Mm. And you know what, man, I miss, like, I miss going down to the state. I I went down to Phoenix in December, Right yep. before they they imposed even further restrictions, and even that was like jumping through uh, some crazy hoops and really? and uh, loopholes and stuff, and and it's even tighter now. So hopefully, 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 we're looking at a better scenario a month from now. Yeah,
1: and and you know if it is if they do go to bubble hockey, it, it won't be as rough as last year because you would really only be getting two rounds of bubble hockey. Yeah. One round, if the Canadian team doesn't make it to the Stanley Cup final. Right. Um, but, I mean, if they've committed to bubble hockey, you know, whether or not the Canadian team makes it to the Stanley Cup final, they might just be committed to it and they have to do it regardless, which I don't think, you know, th- that'll that'll be rough on a lot of uh, angles because a lot of teams in, in the U.S. have allowed fans to go back into the arenas. Yeah. And now to take all that away, even for the Stanley cup final would be crushing. Chris,
0: I honestly think that it's only if a Canadian team is involved.
1: Okay. And, and again,
0: it probably, and listen, I think it's, it's just uh, something that they're discussing, but even still, I mean, Mm. it's like, oh, why are uh, we even looking at that? But I think they're uh, just
1: putting it on the radar just in case. I mean, is that, Are you hearing anything else? I mean, is is there a plan? Is that the plan? Bubble hockey? Like, is there any plan at all? When when the playoffs are around the corner and we haven't heard if this happens, then we will do this. We haven't heard any of that stuff. At least I have. Right. And and
0: I think, too, like, especially with the American teams, like you said, buildings are starting to get more and more full uh, vaccinations down there that obviously has played a big factor in allowing people through Mm -hmm. the gates. And I think that's why I think they're just discussing it and there's the the gms are going to have their their annual meetings uh virtually coming up as opposed to going to a five-star resort in boca raton <laughs> right yeah so they're doing uh, it virtually. I feel so bad
1: for them oh yeah
0: don't don't we all <laughs> yeah that sucks boy oh boy i wish you guys got to go down there i know um so I, the, i'm sure it's going to be on the agenda and, and they might just make it part of what they're going to discuss, but Mm. I I don't think it's going to happen. And and it was kind of a a discussion that was in passing over the weekend on headlines with Elliot Friedman and Chris Johnston. And those guys are two of the most connected guys in the national hockey league. But the fact that we brought it up or it was brought up. And uh, when I heard that I rolled my eyes, but you know, they prefaced it by saying, Hey, it's just a scenario. It's not likely things are looking good down South and uh, you know, Canada has to do its part now and catch up and, and, you know, unfortunately it's, it's lagging.
1: It's crazy how it's turned, how, how Canada was, you know, scot free in the beginning yeah. of this season. And, and now it's just the, the complete opposite. Yep. Um, but yeah, any, anything that can happen to prevent Toronto from getting <laughs> into a Stanley cup final, it just seems like it's going to happen uh, one way or another. I don't know, but we will see. I mean, it's right around the corner, so we'll, we'll get yep. answers to this uh, relatively soon, but it's it's interesting to see how this is all going to play out. That's for, that's for sure. So uh, that'll be it for today, everybody. Thank you uh, for tuning in, and thank you, Tom, for inviting me in on this Wednesday. It's always a pleasure. Likewise. Uh, and uh, you can follow me over at the uh, Avalanche uh, Podcast's Twitter page, OPN on Avalanche. Tom, throw out yours where people can follow you
0: yeah just tom gazzola i used to host locked on oilers but i passed that on to my tsn producer hernan salas who's doing a great job so i'm just locked on nhl on uh, wednesdays and fridays and uh, chris uh, thanks again for stepping up today and uh, filling in for sarah and we'll see her next week she should be feeling better
1: all right anytime man. thank you all right everybody have a good day we'll see you next week